Hi, thanks for tuning in to Holy Spirit Feed. I'm Jen Johnson. I'm excited to share what God has been showing me. I'm praying that your spiritual ears and eyes will be open to hear and see what Holy Spirit has for you. Hi there, I'm interrupting this podcast for a quick announcement. As I've been getting this podcast ready to publish, our country has been hit with the coronavirus. I want to take just a moment to address that. As you can imagine, there could be a fair amount of fear attached to this. I had a conversation recently before the virus happened with someone who was afraid of something in their life not working out how they wanted it to. They were afraid to the point of tears. And I said to them, who gave you that fear? And they replied, Satan. They knew where it came from. So I said, why did you take it? For God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. That's 2 Timothy 1.7. I've seen that coming in in so many emails recently. So don't take what the enemy offers. Take what God has given you. Use the love, power, and sound mind. Make good decisions, follow the safety recommendations, and trust God to get us through this victoriously. He is going to rub little Lucy's nose in this and use it for our good. Everyone has to make their own decisions about how far to go with the safety measures. You know, if you've decided to go on lockdown and stay in your house, that's fine. Maybe you have a newborn or your health is already compromised, that's totally up to you. But if you are still feeling safe to go outside or invite someone over, I suggest if you're healthy and you have a couple healthy friends, do house church. Spend time worshiping, getting into the word, receiving communion. And hey, we're talking about women in leadership. So ladies, step up, facilitate communion. Have your moms, sisters, daughters, female friends bring the word. Men and women, this is a perfect time to start practicing co-laboring together with God, with our families and friends. So that's it for this public service announcement. Enjoy today's episode of Holy Spirit Feed. Hey, welcome to part three of Women in Leadership. You made it. If you have not listened to part one and two, you need to pause this, go back, get caught up, then come back to part three. Then you'll have a reference for what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to dig right in. I want to speak directly to women right now about our part in this. We need to speak up. We need to ask for the opportunity to share a prophetic word or an experience we had with the Lord or preach, or facilitate communion, etc. Or if we are asked to participate in something, we need to take the opportunity. We can't chicken out. We can't afford to be like, woe is me, no one will change this. I know it's difficult to change culture, but we have to do it, no one else will. We need to pave the way for our daughters. I have a friend who was leading worship at her church, and one of the staff mentioned that they needed someone to facilitate communion. So she offered to do it and incorporate it into the worship time. Well, that was fine, and it was going to happen for a minute until one of the male elders found out and put a kibosh on the whole thing. They gave some lame excuse about protecting her from flack from the, some of the congregation, which was a lie because the congregation wouldn't mind. It was actually the elders, or one of them at least. So this story is so far out of left field, like we couldn't even believe... It even happened in the time that we are living in. But the reality is that it does, and it happens a lot. And we can't allow this type of thing to happen in the church any longer. We have to stop it. This is not Jesus' heart for my friend. 
a daughter of the Most High God, allowed to sing, to lead the church in worship, but not allowed to read a scripture and say, receive the body, receive the blood. That's just crazy. Recently, I bought my husband, (laughs) this is kind of an off story, but I bought my husband some ghost pepper chips. It's been like three or four weeks at this point, and he hasn't tried them. So I thought in my mind, okay, maybe he's afraid to try them because ghost pepper chips, like they're no joke, right? I mean, he would never say he was afraid of them or afraid to try them. He would probably say something like, oh, I didn't have time or I forgot or something like that. And I feel like ladies, you know, in this case, sometimes we are afraid to speak up or, or say something and then we use the excuse, oh, I didn't have time or I forgot. Like that's not right. We need to be bold. We're actually afraid to speak up. And rightly so, because we've been dealing with stories much like my friends for a long time. But we can't let the fear of man stop us. I think it's funny, you know, that we call it the fear of man. We, we just mean people in general. But it's true. Men have traditionally been the ones shutting us down. Again, I'm not pointing fingers, but stating the obvious. But women, we need to own our part in this. Maybe you feel called to travel, to share the gospel. But you're in a season where you have little kids then share it where you are. Get prepared for what's next. If that's your calling, get prepared. You're sowing seeds today for your tomorrow. Whatever you are doing now is preparing you for what's going to happen in your life in the future. So ask the Lord, what should I be doing now to fulfill my kingdom destiny? We can't sit around and wait for men to make room. We hope that they do. But in the meantime, we need to prepare to step into the space we belong. And God will open the doors. Are we willing to do it? Isaiah 119 says, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good things of the land. My question is then, are you willing? Yes, there is a risk involved. You could be rejected, told no again, looked down upon by church people. Are you willing to do whatever it takes to follow Jesus? By whatever means necessary. I love that statement. Malcolm X said that in the speech in 1964. Are you willing to step out to take a risk? God honors risk. This is too important to keep quiet. And one more thing, women, let's support and encourage our fellow fellow sisters in Christ. This transition into a more balanced way of living out our kingdom, destinies, it'll take time. You know, and our enemy has been fighting against us since the beginning of time. So let's help each other, lift each other up so that we don't grow weary. If you have a friend that's doing a podcast or teaching in a small group or preaching to their kids releasing a prophetic word at the grocery store, you know, encourage them. I'd like to take a moment and speak to men right now. I'll keep it short and sweet as I understand less is more when it comes to words sometimes, right? We need you to recognize the problem and be part of the solution. We can't just stick to the status quo. Well, it's just been that way, so there's no need to change it. No, that's not the right attitude here. Your part is to champion your female counterparts. Encourage your daughters, your wives, your mothers, your sisters. Welcome them to preach and facilitate communion, if that is what the Lord's called them to. Make room for the women in your life, in your workplace, in the church body, in the family, to flourish in God's purpose for them. I once taught a small group with men and women, and I was speaking on women in ministry. And when the discussion came up of women being allowed on elder boards, someone actually suggested that we wait for the men on the board to die and then slowly start replacing them with qualified women until it was more balanced and women were actually represented. What? I was like, did you actually just say that? (laughs) 
I said, yeah, no, that is not the answer. I don't have it all figured out, like how to transition in a healthy way into a balanced, healthy place, but I know the one that does. God has a good way for us to transition in this. We can't sit on our hands and not address it. I'm not going to wait for someone to die to fix this. Someone already has died to fix this. Jesus. He didn't just die to remove sin. He died so we could live. So that we, as the body of Christ here on earth, can correct injustices like this. In Genesis 1, verses 27 and 28, it says, So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the earth. Them, them, them. And subdue and take dominion over. He just kept saying them. That doesn't say he blessed Adam and said, Adam, subdue the earth and Eve. You're just along for the ride. You can pack the snacks and bring the bags. No, his plan was for them to do it together. This was the plan. Genesis 2 says, The Lord God said, It is not good for man to be alone. I will make a suitable helper for him. Not good to be alone. It was bad if he tried to do this thing called life on his own. Truth. Adam needs Eve. You might say, well, Eve needs Adam. Yes, we both, we need each other. So we need to live like that, okay? So that word helper is the same word used for God in scripture. He is referred to as that same word helper. It means very important helper, like I can't make it without you kind of helper. Eve's not a second class citizen. She's valued and much needed. Acts 2.17 says, In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they will prophesy. Come on, it doesn't say the men will get my spirit and the women won't, or the men will prophesy and the women won't. It just doesn't say that. It's so clear. It says all people. It says sons and daughters, men and women. It doesn't say man preach on the stage and women teaches back in kids' church. That's not what it says. Uh, I heard a pastor speak on a message a while back on this subject, and he said it shouldn't be a man facilitates communion, then a woman cleans it up. I'm like, yeah, that's a good word. That's that's not how it should be. Let's maybe both facilitate, take turns, both take turns cleaning it up. Let's Let's work together, right? So listen to the heart of God on this subject. You'll hear him saying yes and amen to his sons and daughters. We need to get God's perspective on women and make it ours. I'll wrap up with this. I recently got a word from the Lord that was for a ministry that I work with, but I felt like it applies to this subject as well. Here's the word. Put the pedal to the metal, quit dilly-dallying, and get to it. So the idea being get to it, get going, get this handled so that we can step into kingdom freedom together. Thanks for listening. Join me next time on Holy Spirit Feed.